0: Do you get distracted easily? Perhaps you are working from home, which many mothers are doing these days, and everything is just taking you off focus. You are spending longer to complete a task, or maybe you're not even getting onto the task. Your attention keeps being deviated from it. Now, there is nothing wrong with you. It happens to everyone. However, there are some people that can achieve much more in a time period because of certain strategies, and these are the strategies I'm going to present to you today. I am Dr. Duny. I'm the Mom and Farming Coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, and most importantly, I'm a mother and the host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. This is where we talk about health, well-being, and things we can do to optimize our productivity especially as working mothers i mean being a working mother can be very challenging but we can utilize certain tools certain strategies certain tips every single day at any given time to improve our productivity our health our well-being and our relationships with our beautiful children so without further ado i'm going to be talking about distractions today yeah I just got distracted. Okay. All right. Back. Focus. Focus. Right. Now, that reminds me of a statement my son taught me. Whenever we're doing, like, maybe study time together or we're doing things together, he might just go on a tangent or get distracted. And I'm like, come on. Come back. Come back. And he goes, okay. focus, focus, Focus. I'm like, okay. But I love it. Focus, focus, focus. All right. So let's focus. Right. So how many of you have worked from home? Perhaps um, it it was the first time working from home during the pandemic, or maybe you have always been working from home, or maybe you have this mixed scenario where sometimes you work from home, sometimes you go into the office. Now I'm going to do a poll at some point. How many people love working from home and how many people love working at the office? Which area has less distractions? Personally, I prefer working from home because I get more done. It's unbelievable, but I do get more done. And these are the strategies I'm going to give you today that helps you to get more done in a supposedly more um, challenging environment to get things done. Okay, so before you do anything, you need to prepare. I remember when I was younger, there was this beautiful quote that they drummed into our head but they never told us who said it so it says if you fail to prepare you prepare to fail and all they were trying to do was to tell us that we needed to read our books now i i loved reading so i didn't really have a problem with that so that is something i that saying is what i have applied in many aspects of my life If you fail to prepare you prepare to fail same thing with this if you want to get more done at home and you want to minimize distractions Guess what? You need to prepare to manage the distractions. You need to prepare for your time working from home. So this, this is going to be different for everyone. For example, if you have children who are like newborns in very little babies in terms of weeks, days, weeks, months, it's a little challenging because they have a need for your attention. Perhaps you are breastfeeding or you have, um, regular feeds to give them or maybe they've got a particular regimen depending on their needs, you might need to um, kind of get into a routine to attend to that. If you've got toddlers, that's a different kettle of fish because they don't really have a routine. They are more freestyle but when they are freestyle, they can get distracted more easily they can get disruptive when they are distracted, and they can disrupt you. <laughs> so that's a different kettle of fish. Now, if you've got school age children, that's a lot easier than the first two sets. Of course, maybe definitely easier than the toddler era. And that's where you can say, okay, you sit over there, do your job, and I'll sit over here and do my work, okay? And they, they relatively would listen until, of course, they get bored and then they want to do something else. But that's where your preparation comes in because when you are preparing yourself for an event such as going to work from home, you need to think about how long am I working from home? How long is my work period? Is it two hours, four hours, six hours, 12 hours? What is that time frame? Now, if you've got children, depending, of course, on their age, what are the things that I can give them or use to keep them occupied? Okay, there's another question to ask. Another thing is, who do I have to help me? Now, this is a very important question. You remember how I always ask? say it's very important to ask the right question because when you ask the right questions, you get the right answers. Not how am I going to do this or why do I have to work from home? Or why do I have to work? No, no, no. It's the what and the who. Okay. So who? Maybe you've got a partner. Maybe you've got a childminder. Maybe you've got a relative. Maybe you've got a friend. I know during the pandemic, there was a time, of course, everybody was in their different houses and many parents were working from home. So what we did, and this was something beautiful that many of the, um, Mothers were able to put together We formed a group And this was a group Where of course we were working But our phones were with Our children who were In a group call Working on their school work So sometimes they were talking To each other, sometimes they were just Sitting down uh, working Oh what number are you on, I'm on number 4 Aha, I find that a bit tricky What have you done to do yours That was an awesome way by which they could work together, almost as though they were in the same space, but was almost, it was a virtual space. So that was another optimized environment. Now I hope that never really happens again in terms of the pandemic, but that taught us a form of resourcefulness that optimized that working from home dilemma that we all faced. Now, I talked about preparation. So you know need to know what period of time you you are going to work, what you have got at your disposal to help to keep the children occupied, who is in your sphere to help you with that, and also what you will need before, during, and after that working from home scenario. Okay, so preparation is set, isn't it? Okay, you might be working... You might be walking, you might be driving, you might want to come back to this again and write those questions out. That definitely would help you to restructure the kind of things that you want to use. Now, the other thing very important is communication. Communication is key. It's a two-way street. There's the talking and the listening. When you talk, and this I'm talking about verbal communication, okay, Um, when you talk, you say certain words, people listen. When you are listening, people say certain words, and you interpret it, and you can clarify what you heard and see if what you what you think you heard is what you really heard. Now there is the nonverbal communication, and this is more important. And sometimes you can actually perceive certain things from your children, and if you've got young children, especially the the ones that are days or weeks or months. And even sometimes the toddlers, they give up more ver- nonverbal communication than the verbal. Okay, So they give up more nonverbal. And what you want to do in that kind of scenario, you want to be able to identify their needs. You want to tell them, oh, okay, mommy is going to be working from 9 a.m. till 12 noon. These are the things we're going to do based on your preparation. Remember, preparation. These are the things you will do. These are the things that are put in place for you. And then what do you think? So you've spoken. They've listened to you, assuming they've done. But then you ask what they think. So it's a two-way street, remember. So they would then say, "Oh, mommy, that's a bit too long," and then you kind of reach a compromise in terms of, "Okay, well, how do we do this differently? What do we do? Uh, okay, what what would you want to be put into this schedule to make this work?" Communication is key. It can also be a situation where you're communicating with your colleagues. You're working from home, but maybe you're you have a team that you're going to be reaching out to remotely or having meetings with. You can inform them, oh, you might hear a child crying in the background. That might be my child that wants to be breastfed. You know, whatever that is, communicate with them as well. You might want to communicate with another adult that is with you, maybe your partner or your family member or a babysitter or the nanny, so that they make sure that the children don't run on and climb onto your lap while you're on the Zoom call or something. So very, very importantly, it's very important to, Communicate. So that's where the communication comes in. I remember during the, during the pandemic, there was um, a, a video that went viral. And this was a video of a man who was having as an online session. So it's a video conferencing session. And I think it was actually an interview and he was talking and he was very engrossed and looking very serious. And then his child comes into the room and it looked like there was a woman standing by the door who was probably trying to call the child not to go in, to come back and the child wasn't listening and then at a point uh, she kind of had to come in and bend to make sure she's not seen and picked up the child and tried to, you know, and that was one video another video was another child who had w- run into the room and um got into the parents lap and the parent picked up the child and put the child on the leg and was uh, continued the meeting <laughs> you know so there's so many things that of course happen and that is life that is our our role as mothers it's just one of those things these things happen and I think one thing that we've come to realize, especially in this day and age, we we don't have to put this uh, facade that, okay, um, this is my work, this is my home. Two different things. Nobody knows I have got children and uh, at home they don't know that I've got to work. No, there's a lot of interweaving that is taking place between work and home. Of course, we need to find a way to set healthy boundaries, very important, but you also need to let people know, oh, well, I've got to pick the children up from school. I've got this particular commitment. And and so things are becoming more human as opposed to a corporate world that was so mechanical. You have to do things a certain way, you have to do it this way or else. Okay, so that that's basically is what we refer to and talk about in this um, scenario. Okay, so that's communication is so key. Okay. Now the third thing which I love to talk about and this is so good. Regular breaks. How many of you have sat down in the meeting for hours and hours on end? Oh yeah. One hour, two hours, you're still sitting there. What are you talking about? Hi. Hey. Sometimes I, I wonder. And this is very typical of many meetings, corporate meetings. Yes, there are big things you're talking about, maybe talking about you know strategies and all that. But it's, it's really daunting when you're working from home. You're talking all those strategies and there's a child that may be hungry or there's some need somewhere. You know, so it can be quite challenging what you can do. And this is something that I found very useful as well. You can use a timer. Now, I tend to use my Pomodoro. Ding. Okay, so it's lovely, and I love the fact that it's shaped like a tomato, so this is something you can use, but there are also um things you can you can use your watch, you can use some people use their phones. time yourself, have those breaks, so with the Pomodoro technique, it's more like a twenty five minute of focused work, no distractions, kind of get things done. then you have a five minute where you go. And that's the time you have fun with the children. Do your cartwheels. Do your star jumps. Do your jumping jacks. Give them hugs. Carry them. Throw them on your shoulder. Run around. You know, that is that moment. The five minutes of having a great time and just detaching from that work, that screen. And very importantly, if you're working remotely, you probably are surrounded by lots of screens because you're Getting in touch with people, reading emails, completing tasks and projects and things. So in that kind of scenario, you want to get far, you want to get far from the screen. Don't go from that to your phone. Okay, because it's screen to screen. The screens are affecting our eyes and sometimes it can affect the way we um, develop, of course, very importantly, we need to take care of ourselves, okay? I know we're working, I know we're moms, I know we have a lot to do, but please, we need to take care of ourselves, okay? Because if we don't take care of ourselves, who's going to take care of us, okay? So, very importantly, regular breaks. And yeah, for those who want to know a bit more about the Pomodoro technique, it's, uh, like I said, 25 minutes focused work, five-minute break. And you do that for about four reps, and then the fourth time, you make the longer break and that's really a very good one that's when i say oh that's snack time or it's lunch time or dinner time or whatever and that definitely helps now very importantly um when it comes to minimizing distractions when you're working from home you need to think about your physical space um <laughs> one thing i found is when you keep a lot of things around you you get distracted so if you've got lots of clutter there's some things people call organized mess. So it's like, it looks like a mess, but it's like organized stacks of papers, but they are all like color coded. It also looks, can kind look of pretty. Those kind of things can stimulate people to work, but most of the time it's better to just have a clear space. Your physical space is so important. Is the temperature right for you? Have you got the right comfortable chair? Have you got the right equipment at your eye level? Or are you having to bend over or what exactly is it that's going to help you physically to get your work done in a way that is not going to impede your productivity or kind of disrupt your health or well-being. So, those are things to think about. Now, (laughs) I tend to like working standing. So if you've got avenue to have a standing desk, please do, it's very, very useful because we found out that sitting has become a a very important contributor to ill health okay so when you stand up even if and that's the reason why even if your job is like sitting all day which of course in my own role I have a lot of that that can happen um the traditional doctor role in the surgery you're calling patients in you're sat down on the computer you're sat down examining them if you can stand every now and again, that's great. If not, use the Pomodoro technique where you every 25 minutes, you stand up and move around a little bit for five minutes. That's another way. So that, that's part of your physical space thing that you can also do. And just making sure that when you're, when you're um, optimizing your space at the end of your work day, take care of your space. Put things back together. And if you're working from home, you've got your children there. That is also another way you teach them to get their workspace cleared for the next time, to prepare it for next time. Okay. So it's also a a way of training the children. And that's one reason why I like working from home as well, especially if the children are at home. I know, of course, when we were all kind of homeschooling, that they were at home, they were able to see how things happen at work, sort of. Okay. Of course they were, you you saw, you, you saw them coming in Quite a few times. Oh, I'm hungry now. I'm hungry now. Oh, I like to eat this. I like to eat that. you am like, is this what you do at school? And apparently, they don't do that at school. Okay, but they were home, so of course, they could do anything they wanted. Really. <laughs> okay, so that physical space is so important. Now, um, love it or hate it, the next one is also a very important thing, and that is technology. Um, there's some people that love technology, some people that don't like it. So they think technology is a distraction. Now, I beg to differ. Technology can be a distraction, yes, but it can also be a distraction deterrent. Okay? I'm going to go through how you can use technology to minimize distractions for you. Okay? So I'll start with the big stop, okay, for technology. Number one. <laughs> stop. Set selecting notifications. Anytime you download the app, they always pop up with, "Would you like notification?" No, they don't. They don't put it that way. Would you like to know when uh, messages come in or something? When they they actually craft the language, in you don't really pay attention to it and you just do yes. Ha ha ha! That's the end of it. Then you go ding 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 bling bling. Notifications. My goodness, I don't like them. They are distractions because the moments a light is flashing. Or a ding is made, and you're hearing that you get distracted, and before you get back to focus again, it can take some time so research has shown that there there there's some significant amount of time that is lost when people get distracted quite frequently because it takes them quite a bit of time, sometimes even two or three times the time to come back and get focused again. So it's so important to minimize distractions. So all dings, notifications, rings, everything like that, switch them off, okay? Stop them. Very important thing as well is um things you can turn on, okay? Your phone, really, you can put that away. And that's why when the children were using the phone as a Networking device while we were working, that was fine because I didn't want to even see my phone because I was working, right? So when it comes to setting things up on my own phone, in what I, on my own device, my computer, for example, there are certain mobile apps or rather desktop or laptop apps or extensions that you can put on whatever device you're using that can help you increase focus increase productivity, and also track your progress. It's so important. Now, you might say, really, there are things like that. Yes, there are, and there are so many. Um, Let me even start with, I mean, we've got the focus buster. What that does, it helps track your time. It also serves as a Pomodoro. Okay, so you can also use that as well, so you can use that if you don't have the my my dear tomato over here, so you can definitely use things like that. People use things like um rescue time that that's another way that you use things so there's so many tools and um I have a um a downloadable a list of thirty productivity tools for working mothers. oh it's amazing what can it can manage and to it can help you manage your appointments, your meetings, help you with your presentations, improve your focus. And this, of course, all before the world of AI, isn't it? But even we all, without even delving into AI, because I know there's people that are a bit skeptical. Um, Some people are a little bit, oh, should I really go there? But whatever it is for you, this list is going to be there. I'm going to put it in the description so you can click on and get your own copy of these downloadables, okay? so important. You see, productivity, enhancing your ability to get things done in a way that is not impacting or adversely um, affecting your health and wellbeing is so important. So we need to pay attention to that. So that's why technology can be used, okay? It can be used to boost your um, focus, your productivity and your energy, but can also be used as a deterrent, okay? So let's use technology very wisely. And use it for us, not against us. Focus on your work, but take time to play. Have those breaks in between. And just make sure that as you're doing your work, whether you're working from home, you're working at work, you minimize those distractions. Now, I have to say, there will be distractions, constant distractions, okay? They are there, but there are ways you can minimize them so that you can be productive wherever you find yourself as a working mother I am Dr. Deni. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this, I hope you've had some nuggets feel free to share this with others and until next time I ask that you stay well don't forget everything's down below you can get access to the tools for productivity down below and don't forget please join the club I look forward to seeing you there until next time please do stay well and keep being the awesome you.